0: Hello friends, welcome to the Unblocked Podcast. I am your host, Jessica Smarrow, and as always, I am grateful to have you tuning in. Today we're gonna talk about real wisdom. A couple weeks ago, my husband shared a quote on our daily gig that really stuck with me. But first, if you are wondering what the heck is the daily gig and how can I get in on this, let me tell you, it is our daily dose of gratitude. Inspiration and goals, G I G, our daily gig. And you can participate by following me on Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube at Jessica Smarrow. So come on over and join the fun. But anyway, back to the quote that he shared it said, Life is the most difficult exam. Many people fail because they try to copy others, not realizing that everyone has a different question paper. Author unknown. So, anyway, that quote got me thinking about education and learning and where we tend to go for our answers and wisdom. And so I was thinking about the term education and I geeked out for a little bit and did some Googling and learned that education, the word, comes from the Greek edukos, to, which means to draw forth from within and states that what is true, what is healing, and what is just is within us. And then If I looked up the Greek, I had to look up the Latin as well. And the Latin root is educo, which means to educe or draw out or develop from within. So are you picking up on the theme here? Real knowledge, real wisdom, real learning comes from within. And I don't know about you guys, but most of my primary education was learning facts and figures defined by an external source that I was to memorize and be able to regurgitate back onto a test. I didn't have any classes that taught me how to go within for wisdom, well not until much later in life when I found yoga and meditation and life coaching so many of us look outside of ourselves and we compare ourselves to others to see if we're getting it right. And recently I was at a retreat and one of the attendees frequently said something along the lines of, well, I don't know if I'm doing it right. I'm not sure if it's allowed. I can't do that because it's not okay. Like who decides? And the facilitator kept asking, who are you looking for permission from? Like who is the decider of what is right for you? But so often we look outside of ourselves that then it becomes increasingly difficult to hear that voice of wisdom that's buried within. So here's another powerful quote, and this one comes from author Napoleon Hill, and I'm going to read it very slowly because it packs a punch. So if you're multitasking, now might be a time to pause and pay attention. Here's what old Napoleon Hill says. A genius is simply one who has taken full possession of his own mind and directed it towards objectives of his own choosing without permitting outside influences to discourage or mislead him. The end. Like we could, we could probably just stop the podcast here. Do I really need to say more? <laughs> like take charge of your mind. Take charge of your life. Don't let others mislead you. Got it. But I actually have another quote from him because I can't help myself and I find old Napoleon to be quite genius. So here's another quote that he writes. An educated man is not necessarily one who has an abundance of general or specialized knowledge. An educated man is one who has so developed the faculties of his mind that he may acquire anything he wants or its equivalent without violating the rights of others. Again, are y'all picking up on the theme here to have everything you want in life to achieve your goals, accomplish your dreams, live the life that you are destined for and the life that you want? The path to get there is to go within and draw it out. Now. If you're like me and you spent decades desperately trying to follow some mysterious, ethereal, nebulous, external rule book, this all might sound simultaneously fascinating and baffling. If you spent much of your life looking on someone else's paper for guidance, engaging in compare and despair on social media, looking to your boss, your parents, your spouse, or anyone but you, To tell you what you need to do or what's right for you, no worries, my friend. I got you. I'm going to give you some basics on how to engage in real learning, in real wisdom, or how to educe or draw forth from within. So get your pen and paper if you want to take it down. I'm going to take you through seven suggestions, seven steps to really tune in to your real inner wisdom. So... No particular order, here's step one, get still. Some might call this meditation, but if that feels too woo-woo for you or it sounds intimidating or it sounds beyond your reach, capacity, capability, just call it getting still. Make time to get your mind and body in the same place. It's very hard to go within when your mind is ruminating on what your coworker did last month or you're stressing about a presentation that you're doing next week. You've got to get your mind and body in the same space. And be gentle with yourself. Start with 30 seconds. Work your way up to a minute, then get to five minutes. If you want to go wild and get to 20 minutes, that's great too. And a very simple way to practice getting still or doing meditation is just to count your breaths. Breathe in one, two, three, four. Breathe out one, two, three, four, or ten, or eight, or whatever works for you. The goal is just to, again, spend some time sort of emptying out the recycle bin of your mind so that true wisdom underneath all that monkey mind can emerge. So, number one is get still. Number two, listen and act. So, listen and take action. And what I mean by this is that one of the best ways to develop a louder, more comprehensible inner guidance system is to act on the instinct, the impulse, or that still small voice within you, the one that you may have shushed for much of your life. Right, And so if you have ignored this inner guidance system, if you've ignored this still small voice, it becomes very unfamiliar to us. So if you hear something, if you get a hint, if you get a hit of, um, of an inspiration, act on it, right? Like if you have something inside of you, like really pulling you towards something, take action on it because the more that you do that, the clearer the guidance gets over time. You start to hear your inner wisdom more clearly. Number three, make bold decisions. If you have a thought, an ideal, an inkling, go for it. Make a decision and act on it. You'll find out real quick whether or not it was for you and you get to exercise the muscle of having a thought or having a desire with you and you act on it. You will get to know yourself in the process. You'll get to know what actually works for you. You'll get to know how your decision-making process works. You'll get to understand sort of the innate wisdom that you have and what it feels like to be guided intuitively by that. So make bold decisions. Number four, this one's a little bit meaty. This one I call mine your mind. It's going digging into your mind by doing what I call daily thought downloads. I don't really call them that. I actually got the term from Brooke Castillo. So shout out to her. Um, going digging into your mind by doing daily thought downloads. So what is a thought download? This is just spending a, a small amount of time, two minutes, five minutes. You decide, but spend time getting all of the thoughts out of your head and onto paper. You're not going to edit the thoughts. You're not going to correct them. You're not focusing on grammar. You're just putting pen to paper and writing everything that's going on in your mind. And you might want to actually pose some questions like, what is my brain telling me right now? What else? What else? If nothing is coming up, just keep your pen moving and write, I can't think anything. Nothing is coming up. What else should I write down? Just keep your pen moving. And after you do the thought download, then you're gonna do two models. And you might be asking yourself, how do I do a model? Thank you for asking. I'm gonna give you a quick rundown on what a model is and how we do it. So every issue we encounter in our lives can be broken down into five interrelated components and changes in one component affect the others. So here are the five components. S is for situation, T is for thought, E is for emotion, A is for action, R is for result. So a situation is an external or factual, neutral event or circumstances. This is something that's outside of your control. And whether we like it or not, that means people and our past. Those things are outside of our control. And and you wanna be sure that this is something, again, that's very factual. It's something that everyone can agree on. So if you say, for example, it's hot outside That's subjective, right? Versus saying it's 85 degrees outside. That's what you would put in the situation line. Next is thoughts. We have thoughts about the situation that give them all of their meaning. The situation isn't a problem. It's not a blessing until we have a thought about it. A thought is just one sentence in your mind. And that one sentence creates the emotion or feeling that you have about the situation. Okay, so situation neutral, we have a thought, it gives it its meaning, the thought creates an emotion. So emotion is next. And the emotion is one word, excited, scared, anxious, elated. And an emotion is a vibration in your body that drives our behaviors, our actions, our inactions, our reactions, everything that we do or don't do is because of how we think it'll make us feel. And then the next line in the model is action. What we do or don't do from the emotion caused by the thought that we have about the situation, the actions, again, the actions or inactions that we engage in, then give us the results. There's your R line is the result. This is the outcome we get from our actions. And the result is always evidence of the thought. So now that you got the basics, um, I'm going to walk you through the two models. You're going to do an unintentional model. This is what our brain is just doing behind the scenes if we aren't paying attention. And then we're gonna. I'm gonna show you what an intentional model is. And this is where you're actively, intentionally, and purposefully choosing the thought that drives your feelings, that drives your actions, that gives you all your results. So for the unintentional model, you're gonna write vertically on your paper the following letters. You're gonna do S as in situation, T as in thought, E for emotion, A for action, and R for the results. So you're gonna put one letter on each line vertically. And now you're gonna go back to your thought download that you did, and you're gonna choose one thought that came up during the thought download. Put that in the T line, put that in your thought line. And so in keeping with the theme of the wisdom, maybe, or of real wisdom, maybe the thought that came up for you somewhere was, I have no idea what I'm doing. So if that's a thought, this is what I'm gonna use for our example. So in the T line, where the thought line is, I would put, I have no idea what I'm doing. And now then we're going to back up into the S line for the situation. This is what we're having the thought about. So if I'm having a thought, I have no idea what I'm doing. What is that referring to? So maybe the situation is I'm recording my first podcast episode on Monday. It has to be factual and observable. Something that everyone could agree on. We could all look on my calendar and see I'm recording my first podcast episode on Monday. So now you have your S line, the situation, recording a podcast episode on Monday. In the T line, you have the thought, I have no idea what I'm doing. So now in the E line, you want to put what emotion you experience when you have the thought, I have no idea what I'm doing or whatever your thought may be, right? So if the thought is, I have no idea what I'm doing, maybe the feeling or emotion is fear, Again, it's just one word. If you start to have a sentence, that's a thought and not a feeling, okay? So an emotion is one word. That's what we would put in the E line. And then in the next line, your action line, you're gonna write down everything you do or don't do when you're feeling the emotion that is caused by the thought that you have in your model. So for the example that we're using here. The situation is podcast, right? I'm I'm recording my first podcast on Monday. The thought is, I don't know what I'm doing. The emotion is fear in this example. So from that place of fear, the actions might be things like ruminate, Mental spinning. Tell myself all the reasons I don't know. Look at what everyone else is doing. I might numb, avoid, distract. Don't work on the podcast. Think about how the way, all of the possible ways I could fail. Think about how people are going to judge me and think that I'm stupid if I mess up or I'm not articulate. You can get really beefy in your action line so that you can really see what what you're doing when you feel that certain way. And then that will really help you see the results that you get from the thoughts that you're having. So then in the results line or the R line, write down the results of your actions and inactions. So in the particular example I'm using, if, the, if I'm feeling fear and the actions I'm doing or everything I listed above, the result is I make no progress on the podcast. And remember that the result is evidence of the thought. So I had the thought, I have no idea what I'm doing. And when I think that thought, the result is I create no progress on the podcast, which again is just evidence that I have no idea what I'm doing. Okay, so if you need to go back and re listen to that, listen to it a couple of times if you're new to the model and this is all, um, you know, completely new to you. Go back and re listen because after you do the thought download and you do your first unintentional model, the next model you do is the intentional model. And for that model, you're going to do the same, you're going to start the same way you started the unintentional model. Write out the S T E A R vertically. You're going to put the same situation in the first S situation line that you used in your unintentional model. But next, you're going to go down to the results line. And here you're going to put in there, what is the result that you want to create, right? So if we use the podcast episode, maybe the result that I want is I created an epic podcast episode, okay? So then now you're going to work backwards up the line going into the action line, what would you have to do to create the result that you want, right? So again, using the example of the podcast, if I cr- if my result is I created an epic podcast episode, then the actions are things like decide on topic, research and read about it, schedule a time to write it, schedule a time to record it, record it on the set date. What I won't do in the A-line, right? Because you want to make sure you're writing down what do I do and what do I not do when I'm feeling a certain way. The things that I would not do in the A-line to get this result is I wouldn't be people pleasing. I wouldn't be focusing on perfection. I'd be focusing on getting it done, setting a time to get it done and do it. Okay. And then I'm going to back up into the emotion line. And here is where you want to put how you think you would need to feel to take the actions that you just wrote down in your action line. So keeping again in line with the podcast example, I probably need to feel inspired, right? So put whatever, put one word in the emotion line that you would need to feel to achieve the result that you're going for. All right. So I'm going to go with um, inspired for the emotion. So then we're going to back up into the thought line. And here's where you would put what you need to think to feel that one word emotion. So and if you, don't, if you don't know, give yourself permission to guess. Think about somebody that you know who feels that way. So if I'm thinking about somebody who's an inspired person and somebody who often feels inspired, I'd wanna guess at the kinds of thoughts they might think. So for the model that I'm doing on the podcast, I might think I have important insights that will benefit others, right? Like try that on, does that feel inspired? Or maybe the thought is people are dying to hear what I have to say, right? So whatever it is, pick one sentence, put that in your thought line, the one sentence that when you close your eyes and you say that sentence in your mind, you feel the emotion in your body that you're going for, okay? So this process of doing the thought download in these two models, this is how you do what Napoleon Hill referred to as genius, this is what will help tap into your mind and help take, help you take possession, as he says. Take possession without influence from others. Because when we're unconsciously going through life, we start to think that external people and situations are dictating our lives, right? Like we have thoughts that like, I'm not making enough money because my boss didn't give me a raise, or I'm not making enough money because I don't have the right degree. This pulls you out of your genius because you are ex- you are assigning all your power externally. But doing the thought downloads and running the models helps you see your role, and what you can control and where, the p- and, and where your power is and also where you might be giving up your power. And, and also it helps you to see where you're, you are thinking that the situation is the problem, right? Like you think that you're feeling anxious because you have to, or you're feeling fearful because you're recording your first podcast on Monday. It is not the situation, it is the thought that I have no idea what I'm doing that is creating the problems. It is the thought, again, that gives us our results. And this is great news because, again, as good old Napoleon Hill says, a genius is simply one who has taken full possession of his own mind and directed it towards objectives of his own choosing without permitting outside influences to discourage or mislead him. So that whole process of doing thought downloads, of running the models, that is what helps you take possession of your mind and direct it towards what you want it to focus on. And and it also helps you to not give any power to those outside influences that can mislead you. So that's a big one, sit with that one, replay it a couple of times. On to number five, ask your future self for advice. You have so much wisdom inside of you to tap into. If you're trying to make a decision or you're working on a project or a goal, Go to the place where it's already done. The decision has already been made. The project has been completed. The goal has been accomplished. As that future version, ask that future version of yourself to tell you, how did you get there? Like use that future version of yourself to provide the guidance and the morsels of wisdom. And you can use the model, ac- um, the model exercise that I just described to ask yourself, what did you have to think? What did you have to feel? What did you have to do? What did you have to not do? What did you have to stop doing in order to achieve your desired results? So ask your future self for advice. And number six, make time for creativity. And creativity can be anything. It can be free writing. That's part of the thought download is creativity. Doing a free write. Do crafts paint allow yourself to get in touch with all of the nooks and crannies of yourself that you don't always connect with when i think of like creative processes this is where i think of myself and, and others as as an iceberg right and the iceberg that is you, the, the, just the tip of the iceberg, that's your conscious mind, right? That's the external version of you that shows up in the world. But again, that's just the tip of the iceberg. There's so much more below the surface. And making time for creativity helps you get in touch with what's underneath there. And again, it's like the getting still process. You're doing, Something where you, you you empty out the recycle bin, you take the time to sort of go beneath the stuff, the monkey mind that you're usually hearing on the surface. When you engage in the creative process, you start to get underneath that. And here's the thing about the creative process. It's not about the piece of art or the craft or the piece of writing that you create. It's about the process of connecting with your inner creator. There's so much knowledge and wisdom buried down in there. You just got to go within and draw it out. And finally, number seven, tip to tap into your wisdom, to go forth and draw from within, you have to be willing to disappoint others. And I'm going to steal another quote here. This one is from Glennon Doyle from the book Untamed. She says, here's the quote, Every time you're given a choice between disappointing someone else and disappointing yourself, your duty is to disappoint that someone else. Your job throughout your entire life is to disappoint as many people as it takes to avoid disappointing yourself. Your truth may not be their truth. Their truth may not be your truth, and that is okay. We all have our own unique individualized education plan, your IEP. We all have our own unique IEP that is our life. No need to cheat off of anyone else's paper. We go within and draw out. So I've shared seven steps or suggestions to help draw your true inner wisdom, your real learning, your real knowledge, your real wisdom. And those were get still, listen and act, make bold decisions, mind your mind, ask your future self for advice, make time for creativity and be willing to disappoint others. And because tapping into your wisdom is unique to you, I would love to hear your strategies for tapping in and expressing your genius. Please put those in the review of the podcast I wanna hear from you. And if you're ready to tune in and tap into your own wisdom and or you're ready to get help unblocking your life, to step into the life that you want, please go to jessicasmorrow.com to get started working with me. Until next time, my friends, stay open, stay free.